Today's show is sponsored by BMC, and BMC wants to know, is your business on its A-game? The A-game is when systems are intelligent by learning from markets, where automation is paramount yet effortless, and when technology and people work as one in an enterprise. The A-game is your business at its absolute best. BMC calls this the autonomous digital enterprise. Find out more at bmc.com slash A-game. That's bmc.com slash A-game. Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hope everybody is doing well. Hope everybody is uh, continuing to... uh, you know, start to get into the springtime, at least uh, in, in this part of the world. Uh, kind of an interesting week for us. It's uh, another Sunday perspective show. And uh, normally this time of the year in North Carolina, as uh, Aaron has mentioned, I think I've mentioned on shows, it's kind of the time when, when spring is kicking in and, uh, you know, pollen kicks in. And, and for me, it means head congestion kicks in. And sometimes I sound a little bit nasally. But what's interesting today it snowed. Well, at least it snowed in, in part of North Carolina. So uh, we are definitely in that part of the year where the winter weather is still around. Uh, we still got a couple weeks until spring officially kicks in. And uh, so things are just a little a little weird on the weather front. Um, hope everybody's doing well. Um, as we mentioned last week, we're, uh, our, you know, our, our kind of thoughts and prayers go out to the folks uh, in the Ukraine and everybody kind of affected by what's going on over there. Uh, I looked at our stats, unfortunately, uh, still not um, seeing the listeners that we saw from the Ukraine. So hopefully they are safe um, and they are focused on what they have to focus on. And like we mentioned, um, you know, whenever whenever life hopefully gets back to some sort of normalcy for them, we will uh, we will be here, um, you know, talking about technology and hopefully taking their mind off of it. But um, kind of want to talk about uh, an interesting thing. So I mentioned, uh, I think I mentioned in a show last week or, or I sort of hinted around at it. Uh, I took a different job. Um, I enjoyed uh, six years of a lot of fun at, uh, at Red Hat. Spent a lot of time focused on cloud native technologies and Kubernetes and helping people migrate to the cloud and all those sort of things. And uh, awesome job, really fun people. Very thankful for everything that happened there. Uh, took a different job. Uh, went to a smaller company, uh, starting at a company called Solo, Solo.io. Um, they're in the sort of application security, service mesh, API uh, space. And I only mention that because, you know, for the last, I guess we've been doing this now for 12 years, Aaron and I have always sort of kept the show somewhat independent of what we do in our day-to-day jobs. And part of that is just so there's kind of a clear line of demarcation of what we do in our day jobs and what we do here. Um, obviously, there's going to be some overlap in terms of some of the technologies that we work on, uh, you know, personally on a day-to-day basis versus the things that we, you know, talk about on here. But I only highlight it just because sometimes, you know, people want to know, hey, what do you, you know, what do you do in your day job? Or we run into each other, or you know, there's there's some things. So, anyways, um, you know, our goal is to always sort of, you know, have a little bit of a of a gap between what we do and and what's on the show. Um, there are going to be some times when we bring people that we work with on the show because you know ultimately what they're doing is is an interesting space, interesting in the space. So, anyways, I just kind of want to highlight that for for transparency, so nobody uh, you know kind of wonders about those things. Um, but what was interesting to me this week is, is obviously, you know, you start somewhere new and, you know, you, you sort of think you know a space because uh, you've been following it or you've been keeping up with what's going on. And then you really sort of start diving into it, kind of digging into it. And, you know, for me, uh, we happened to have uh, what was called SoloCon, which is uh, the solo user conference or, you know, kind of, you know, show the, their, their version of a reinvent kind of thing. And what was interesting to me was, you know, it's always interesting to sort of hear um, the users of your technology speak about what they do. 
And I'm not going to dive into all those. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes if anybody wants to kind of go see what's going on in the world of uh, service mesh and, and API gateways and how people, you know, companies are, are using that, uh, you know, in production, you know, trying to improve the business. Um, but what was interesting to me was sort of this this thing, and I, and I guess I've sort of paid attention to it, but having lived in the world that I lived in before, which was more sort of vertical stacks of technology and, and uh, you know, a lot of different things together, um, you know, it sort of dawned on me is we have this interesting phenomenon, which is to a certain extent, the technologies around us, uh, whether that's infrastructure going from data center to cloud or uh, the networks around us becoming more distributed, i.e., you know, the, the way that we think about networks, uh, you know, where we put firewalls and demarcation points and so forth has sort of, you know, uh, exploded to the point where we talk about things like zero trust networking and um, just, you know, lots of different places where we go, okay, what is what is the edge of the network? Is there an edge of the network anymore? Or is everything just, you know, kind of have to be authenticated and so forth? And then even with our applications, you know, we've talked for years about sort of this, uh, you know, modernization things that happening, the, the you know, kind of the dis- distribution of applications, whether that's from monoliths to microservices or, um, you know, more and more integration with APIs or application services that you reach via an API. And and then I got to thinking about it, and what's interesting is so our, our applications are very much distributing. They're, they're sort of spreading out, um, and this has been going on for, for a number of years. But on the flip side, and, and I, you know, this sort of dawned on me a little more this week as I was listening to certain companies talk about the way that they deliver these kind of cross-functional services, things that are somewhat you know, networking-related and security-related or application-related and API-related, is that the teams that are delivering these things um, – have had to sort of mash together, right? They've had to sort of cross boundary lines. So we have this interesting kind of crossroads that we're at, which is the applications, the technology, the infrastructure, uh, the networks are becoming more and more distributed. They're spreading out. And the teams that have to support these um, in order to be able to do this and do this you know, in a highly efficient way and in an agile way are having to sort of come together, right? They're, they're, they're sort of mashing together more and more and the technology sort of splitting up more and more. And so I thought it'd be sort of interesting on today's show to kind of dig into that uh, in a little more detail, just kind of put some perspective on it. And again, it was one of those things that I think I, I sort of knew peripherally and, and tried, sort of thought about peripherally, but it, it really kind of got me thinking about um, you know how this sort of shapes this middle blob of, of things that we have between purely an application and purely infrastructure um, that sort of lives in the middle. And I guess we sort of call that platform, but platform has been such a, a term that, that has morphed and changed over the years. I thought it'd be sort of interesting to dig into that. And, and for me, I have sort of a reason to sort of have some some newfound, you know, want to have perspective on that and, and to dive into it. So I'm going to dive into that right after the break. Today's episode is brought to you by Polyscale. Polyscale is a no-code database edge cache for the world's most demanding data-driven applications. Scaling data-driven applications while maintaining a great user experience is hard. Milliseconds matter, and developers and DBAs have a myriad of technologies to engineer and integrate involving complex layers of caching, replicas, or even full database migrations, taking too much of your valuable time. Enter Polyscale. Polyscale's Edge platform is an AI-driven database cache-as-a-service that takes your current database and scales it infinitely, and with no code and no applications or databases to change. Polyscale intelligently caches data and queries compute closer to the user, providing extremely low-latency database reads from anywhere in the world, improving application performance and decreasing costs. It takes just minutes to set up and is truly plug-and-play. 
check out Polyscale's Global Edge data platform, www.polyscale.ai, and sign up for a free account today. And we're back. And, you know, folks, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I, I kind of want to dig into this, you know, what, what feels like kind of a crossroads that we're at between the technology very much distributing and going in kind of more and more directions and, and the teams and the groups that have to sort of maintain this or the way that we, we, we build and maintain these things, um, you know, how do we go about doing that? And, you know, one thing I want to kind of highlight as I was thinking about doing the intro and then sort of starting this section was, you know, I don't, I don't want anyone to think that, oh, okay, you know, Brian took this new job and now he's just going to use this as an excuse to sort of, you know, talk about whatever he works on. Um, that's never been the case what we did. So I'm not, that's not the intention of what I want to do here. It, it just, sometimes when you get exposed to things at a deeper level, you start to sort of go, okay, um, you know, does that change the way that, that you've thought about things in the past? And what it all sort of got me thinking about was, um, you know, uh, listen to a number of companies who um, had spoke at this event um, about what they were doing. And again, it was it was far less about like, hey, we use this technology. It was more about, you know, how do we get to uh, some level of success? Um, and again, the goal of, of most of the time in these talks that you see at events is, is never like, hey, I woke up this morning and our business had a Kubernetes problem, or we woke up this morning and our company had a service mesh problem, or a you know whatever you know serverless problem. They wake up and they go, um, you know, our business uh, wants to reach our customers uh, in, in better ways, in easier ways, in broader ways. Um, we want to do that using you know the, the most efficient technologies possible. In many cases, it's you know we need to be able to keep up with um, very new and innovative technologies because if you're maybe you're dealing with mobile or some of the things on the web, um, things change a lot, and you don't want to uh, you know give a perception to your company your customers that you know your company is is based on old technology, right? You don't want their user experience to be bad. Um, and then to a certain extent, you know it's always like well you know, we have these application teams and we want to, you know, hide and abstract from them as much complexity as possible. We want them to stay focused on, you know, building great experiences, building great business logic, analyzing data. And, and, and what you end up finding in the middle is like, there's this big space in the middle. Um, you know, we went through a period of time when it was, hey, we're trying to figure out how to get to the cloud. I think most companies have, have more or less figured out how to get to the cloud um, if they're going to the cloud. Um, and we still obviously see, you know, lots and lots of parts of portfolios and, and, you know, how many applications customers have in the cloud. But for those who, you know, have gone to the cloud or going to the cloud, they've sort of figured that out. And, and they realize, you know, once I get to the cloud, there's a level of it that's infrastructure, um, you know, and, and it's still servers and network and storage. And, and essentially somebody else is sort of managing it that for them. And that's fine. And then you still have application developers building, you know, Java apps or Python apps or Ruby or whatever they're building. And then in the middle is this sort of great mismatch, mismatch of stuff, right? Um, to a certain extent, it's you know it's the things we talked about a few shows again, right? It's the sort of DevOps, DevSecOps, SRE kind of functionality. And again, those things exist because we no longer have these sort of siloed applications. We no longer have these applications that never get updated, right? Things are you know changing more frequently. Um, they are. Uh, you know, being updated more frequently, uh, we're experimenting with them. Maybe we're doing canary deployments or blue green deployments, or we're doing A/B testing, or you know, we're having to do fast failover, whatever that might be. And and what sort of dawned on me was, 
I think as an industry, we, we would sort of build these layers and we would say, well, this, this is infrastructure as a service. And, and then there's this sort of platform thing in the middle. And then there's like software as a service, right? And it was very clear to us what the infrastructure layer was, right? Network, compute, storage, uh, those sort of things. And it was very clear to us what the software layer was, right? It was the actual application that was being delivered and the thing that users interact with or other applications interact with. And then platform as a service, I think, went through this interesting thing where it was it was always like, well, it's Heroku. And for a decade, people have kind of tried to reinvent Heroku and they've tried to, you know, create the same experience. And the whole idea was, well, we want developers to be really productive, um, therefore we'll hide a bunch of things from them. And Paz has sort of gone through some some ups and downs, and a lot of times it really just boiled down to being, well, uh, was it too opinionated to be successful, or was it too opinionated to you know allow lots of different use cases, or was it not opinionated enough to be successful, or maybe it wasn't opinionated enough to you know to be able to be successful for a bunch of use cases, and and, and somewhere in between there has sort of been the answer, um, but it's also been very developer-centric, sort of application-centric. And I think what we're seeing is, you know, now that we have these other things in the middle, um, whether it's application services that you're going to consume as, you know, database as a service or message queue as a service or whatever it's going to be, or whether it's, um, you know, things trying to, you know, manage how your applications deal with each other and do it in a more dynamic way. So, you know, how do they get their search such that they can do, uh, you know, security and authentication or encryption? How do they um, figure out, you know, who they're allowed to talk to? And, you know, is that, you know, kind of a all-you-can-eat kind of conversation? Should it be rate limited? Should there be policies around it? Um, you know, how do we, you know, manage APIs? And APIs have sort of evolved, right? It's um, There are APIs for applications, but now we see things like, I don't know, whether it's like GraphQL and other things which are sort of aggregating APIs and sort of looking at them differently. And um, and so you have this sort of layers, layers of pseudo-network teams that it's sort of not the underlying network like Ethernet or fast Ethernet or, you know, gig Ethernet or whatever, but it's sort of like the, the networking for like Kubernetes. So it's almost like a little bit layer above that. And then you've got, you know, the stuff that is, uh, you know, security. So how do we do zero trust? How do we, um, you know, filter certain things? How do we rate limit certain things? How do we authenticate things and, and do encryption between them? And then we have, you know, how do I figure out where the services are that, um, you know, are going to attach to my application, right? How do I know how to find APIs? How do I know how to find services? How do I know how to discover these things? And it feels to me a little bit like, um, you know, that has become the new platform, if you will. And it's, I don't know if it's necessarily like platform as a service, um, but it's its sort of the new middle layer of the cake. And it's a big, fat, wide layer of the cake that's sort of application services, or I'm sorry, uh, platform services. And what's interesting is, you know, we, we've seen a lot of suggestions of, you know, you should have a platform services team. And I think for a while there it was, well, you know, they should be focused on on self-service and they should be focused on just defining certain applications or certain ways that things can work, kind of, you know, the whole sort of like, you know, build build the McDonald's menu for them so developers can come in and go, yes, I want a number three or I want a number seven or I want it this large or whatever. And and it feels like there's there's somewhere else that that this needs to go. And again, the reason for it is the challenge of platform services has always been the goal has been 
I want to abstract as many things away for the developers. I want to make it as simple for them as possible. I want to make it easy for them to connect to the things they want, hide a lot of the stuff that they don't want to know about, and and ultimately, you know, allow them to be really effective, especially in this new changing, ever-changing world in which things are moving quickly and they don't necessarily know where everything is, but they, you know, whatever that is. And um, and then you know, how do you do that in, in, in an interesting way? And I think we learned between sort of the opinionated PaaS days and the sort of Kubernetes days, you know, that, that there's somewhere in between there. And, and so, you know, to me, it's, it's a really interesting, it feels like sort of a next generation of, you know, what is platform going to mean? And I don't by any means sort of uh, claim to know exactly what that looks like. Um, you know, I saw, like I said, I, I mentioned having you know been at this event this week, so saw some sort of interesting case studies from companies who had talked about how they do it, and and it was it was sort of an interesting mix of, you know, do they think about their world as sort of isolated resources for individual teams? How much of it becomes multi-tenant? How much does it start of start as a centralized way of thinking about things? Versus, it starts as a distributed way of thinking about things, and and what it what was very obvious was there wasn't sort of one path, there wasn't sort of one distinct way that that was right, and and what that sort of led me to believe was that um, you know we're going to see a, a lot of different opportunities to to figure out how to build that platformy layer of you know and layer layers and stuff. So um, so anyways, it's, it's a space that's. I think very interesting. I think it 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 struggles in that again the technology is distributing things around a lot. The way to get to to dealing with the overlapping layers that it it now involves things moving around again network security APIs, authentication, encryption, um, you know all those sort of services that are in there somewhere application acceleration whatever those are. Um, you know those teams that, that deliver that are kind of getting mashed together in order to be able to go. You know, I can't wait on a, handing off a ticket to somebody else or whatever it is. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a space. I think um, I don't want to call it something dumb like Platform 2.0, but I, I think we're gonna we're gonna realize that you know there's been a lot we've learned from sort of the past days of almost a decade ago to what we've learned through the sort of distributed with optionality sort of Kubernetes things that we've learned. Um, people are still making decisions about when do I leverage a cloud service? When do I run an application service like local on the rest of my platform? That's still, you know, got some some ironing out to do in terms of, you know, w- what makes sense for me. Um, not everything is going to be exactly the same. Uh, we're going to see kind of a mix and match of that. Um, you know, and, and figuring out like, ultimately, you know, is there good best practices for making things easy for developers abstracting away what you should abstract away, exposing certain things that make sense, um, and then really figuring out, like, you know, what does that that platform best practice look like? Because I think the bottom layer is pretty well-defined. Uh, assuming you go to the cloud, the cloud sort of takes care of infrastructure for you. The application team sort of, sort of know what they want to do. Um, they're still kind of telling us the best way to do things like self-service or what should they expose and, and so forth. But the middle feels like a place that you know um, we 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 learned a lot. We made a lot of mistakes. We're learning more, and it feels like we're we're at sort of a next wave, if you will, of, of figuring out what that middle looks like. So, um, 
no kind of clear answers at this point, I think. Uh, a lot of interesting, evolving technologies in this space, and definitely something that uh, obviously I have a now a vested interest in, in caring about this, but, but ultimately trying to figure out what it looks like. Uh, would love to get people's feedback. Um, how are you managing that middle, uh, whatever platform means to you, whatever platform services mean to you, whatever platform teams mean to you. I'd love to kind of get your feedback on what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what lessons have you learned over the last three or four years, what things did you try that you thought, oh, those are going to work, and they didn't, Um, what things kind of organically evolved because you know, your teams just started doing stuff. I'd love to get people's feedback on that. Again, as always, uh, you can hit us up in DMs. Uh, you can tweet to us at the cloudcast.net, uh, show at the cloudcast.net. Email uh, works great as well, but would love to get people's feedback because to me, um, you know, it's a space that a lot of us can learn from. Um, you know, we're, we're, we've sort of, like I said, certain things have, have evolved, um, but love to get your feedback on this. So anyways, a uh, topic that I've been thinking about all week for, for obvious reasons, but it feels like it's a topic that, um, you know, is an evolving space and, and uh, you know, probably something we should be digging into more on the show. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks to everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. This is uh, uh, the Wednesday show is a, is a big milestone show for us. We'll, we'll kind of talk about what it means on, uh, on Wednesday, but uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Um, stay safe out there. Uh, stay warm if it's in a place you're cold and stay the cool of spring starting to catch up to you. So thanks again. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media.